Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome in. It's overtime on 106.7 The Fan. Toby Altizer with you for the next hour, leading you up until Capitals Hockey tonight in Minnesota taking on the Wild. So keep it tuned to The Fan all night long. I don't know if you know this, Chris. I host the Bust and Loose Baseball Podcast with Grant Paulson. So should we just spend the whole next hour talking about Joey Gallo to the Nats? I think people would be thrilled about that signing right i mean that's what I they want to hear talk about green i do not know the baseball as much as you two do you guys are the wizards on that <laughs> you don't want to hear about a guy that's had a sub 200 batting average for year on year after year and he hits a lot of bombs but he can't hit the ball he's like me in a lot of ways chris where i played some slow pitch softball back when i lived in wisconsin and i was pull only basically i'm a right-handed batter and if you wanted to shift me you could and put everyone to the shortstop position and to the left of that because I am not hitting it up the middle or the other way. That's Joey Gallo for you in Major League Baseball. So we'll have a Bustin' Loose Baseball podcast coming out in the next day or so to get you up to date on all things Nationals, give you our thoughts on Joey Gallo. But since I know most of you probably don't even care, even Nationals fans probably don't even care that much that Joey Gallo got signed, we're going to talk about maybe the second most talked about thing in this city other than politics quarterbacks 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 and there's a lot to discuss on this because obviously Washington sits in a good spot to get a quarterback this offseason and I've seen people talking about trading back it's not the majority of people but people still love that idea of trading back and gaining assets and looking through the rest of the roster and seeing that a lot of it does need to be reevaluated or bolstered again, right? There's plenty to do with this roster and plenty that needs to be fixed. But at the same point, quarterback is the most important position on the football field. You're drafting number two overall. You've got an opportunity to take Caleb Williams or Drake May or Jaden Daniels, one of those three guys. I don't see how you pass on them. And we've explored a lot of angles on this, right? We've explored the angle of, well, you're up here at this this high. You don't draft this high this often. I've talked about this before. They drafted Chase Young number two overall, and I'm not one that's going to go back and say that was a horrible pick. I think at the time, we, we can evaluate that pick for years and years, and obviously the results weren't good, but I, I'm not super critical of that pick, right? But the next year, they picked 19th. Fun year in 2020. They made the playoffs despite being sub-500. Fun year. Chase Young wins Defensive Rookie of the Year but you still didn't have the quarterback position fixed. And then the next season you drafted 19th and took Jamin Davis, and that didn't work out well either. My point being, 
when you're in the top five, and Danny was on this back in 2020 when they drafted Chase Young, so credit to him. When you're in the top five, you're drafting number two overall, go ahead and get your quarterback, right? Go ahead and get that guy. And so they're drafting number two overall once again. I know you're going to be shell-shocked with the RG3 stuff. You're going to think Adam Peters coming over, so you're going to think of the Trey Lance trade. You're going to think of Zach Wilson. I understand all those things. I understand there's a lot of guys that have been bad that have been drafted that high. But it shouldn't scare you away from taking your quarterback when you've got a chance. And if people like to look at different drafts and say, well, I mean, but this year, a lot of teams are, would be thrilled to be picking this high because Caleb Williams is a guy that a lot of people absolutely love as a prospect. There's some baggage that comes along with him, more so off the field than on the field. But people would be thrilled to take Caleb Williams. People would be thrilled to take Drake May. People would be thrilled to take Jaden Daniels. And that's not even getting into some of the guys that might go in the middle of the first round to second round that I think could still be solid players, maybe not difference makers, but in Bo Nix, Michael Penix Jr., maybe J.J. McCarthy, although I'm not sold on him whatsoever. But those kind of guys are going to be available. But you've got three guys, I think. Maybe just two, depending upon where you fit on Drake May and Jaden Daniels. But I think there's three guys that are available. And so you're in a position where you just take the quarterback. And there's another angle on this that we haven't necessarily explored yet. And I do want to talk about that a little bit. But we're going to hit a break here. We'll get into some of this because I think when you look at the playoffs, I think it gives you another angle where the commanders are at as to why quarterback has to be the pick at number two. And if they make the right decision, it can really change really the next four to five years and maybe the next decade. And you could see things on the up and up here pretty quickly. We'll talk about that more next year in overtime on the fan. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Welcome back into Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. Toby Altizer with you until we turn it over to John Walton in Capitals Hockey or Minnesota to take on the Wild tonight. So keep it tuned to The Fan all night long. Talking about quarterbacks, and I think there's something we haven't quite explored, an angle that we haven't quite looked at as to why I think a lot of reasons make sense, but this one might even just elevate. It's probably not the number one reason, but it kind of elevates why the commanders need to go quarterback at number two. And one of the reasons, you can go watch him over there in Baltimore wearing number 15 for the Kansas City Chiefs in red. And how does that play in? Well, think about the guys that are quarterbacks in that conference. If we were to go down and name all the quarterbacks in the AFC right now, they have to try and go through that one dude. And the only people to get past that one dude so far were Tom Brady and Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow wasn't able to go on and win it all. And we're going to go look at some of the quarterbacks he's gone through to get to the Super Bowl and the AFC Championship. He's been in the AFC Championship game every single year that he started for the Kansas City Chiefs. If he wins again on Sunday, it'll be his fourth Super Bowl. Even if he doesn't, he's been to six AFC Championships, won three of them, right? This is a guy that you have to be able to go through and think about how good Josh Allen is. There's only two, three, four teams in the entire league that wouldn't say, yeah, I'll take Josh Allen above my quarterback. If you take out the contract and everything involved, I think there's three, four teams max that would say I wouldn't take Josh Allen right now. And Josh Allen can't get to a Super Bowl. Why? Because he keeps running into Patrick Mahomes. So what does that have to do with the commanders in the NFC? Name me one dude you're scared to go against in the NFC. Name me one dude. Dak Prescott? No. Jalen Hurts? No. Uh, Jordan Love? Maybe. Brock Purdy? No. Jared Goff? No. There is not... Patrick Mahomes is the gatekeeper of the AFC right now. You know, you think back to those video games that you used to have to play, right, where you had to get past that certain level. And the crazy part is, with video games, sometimes you can save that progress, right? You could save a code and say, all right, skip me to this level, right? I want to go up against this boss. I can't get the better of it right now, but save that code and I'll get back in and I'll play again tomorrow and I'll try and beat that boss. The problem is, think about the Bills. You don't get to start with that code and just immediately go to the AFC divisional rounds and meet the Chiefs again or the AFC championship and meet the Chiefs again. No, you got to go through a whole grueling season. They were fighting their butts off to just get into the dance. They finally get into the tournament. They run into the Chiefs again. And what happens? They fall flat again and lose to Kansas City again. Because Patrick Mahomes is the gatekeeper of that conference right now. Whether you like him or not, that dude is always going to be there. My point is, when you look at the NFC, there is no one that is like that. There is no one. If you were to go through and name the quarterbacks in the AFC, because even just to meet up with Mahomes, you're going to have to go against the C.J. Stroud. You're going to have to go against a Joe Burrow. You're going to have to beat a Lamar Jackson, a Josh Allen, a Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers next year, Trevor Lawrence, Tua. Those kinds of guys are who you're going to go up against. In the NFC, Brock Purdy, look, I'm not saying the teams aren't good. That's not at all what I'm trying to say. Matt Stafford, But the quarterbacks... But but the quarterback, where Stafford rank in terms of AFC quarterbacks? Seriously, no, I know. But in Patrick the NFC, he, he may be the best in the NFC right now. Yeah, absolutely, and that's my point. 
Pat Mahomes is ahead of him. Josh Allen's ahead of him. Lamar Jackson's ahead of him. Burrow's ahead of him. I think you can put Stroud ahead of him. Rodgers, uh, I don't know where you put him. Herbert, he hasn't won anything, so I don't know that you can put him ahead of him. But he's at best, what, sixth in AFC quarterbacks? And he might be the top dude in the NFC? Look at the difference between the 49ers and the Packers in terms of their teams. Take the quarterback out. Their teams aren't really that close. The 49ers are way better than what the Packers are. Take a look at the Cowboys, too. The Cowboys team, take the quarterback out, is way better than what the Packers were. But the quarterbacks, when you put them in, it evens the playing field, right? Jordan Love was able to do stuff that Brock Purdy couldn't dream of in that game. Why? Because Brock Purdy couldn't throw the ball in a little rain. I like Brock Purdy. I think he's a top 10 quarterback in the league right now. But there are definitely limitations, right? Jordan Love comes out there and balls out. And aside from that poor last throw, it played fairly well. He struggled down the stretch. But the difference being the quarterback was able to elevate the rest of the roster to the point that they almost knocked off the juggernaut in the NFC, the 49ers, with a roster that we didn't think was going to be a playoff roster. So I think you have the opportunity, if you're Washington and you're looking at this, and you're looking at an NFC that is vulnerable, right? There was a chance last year that maybe they could have, the Panthers maybe could have brought in the guy that would have been the gatekeeper of the conference in C.J. Stroud. Instead, they took Bryce Young. So you look down the NFC. You want to throw Stafford at the top? Fine. Stafford's at the top. Who's second? Brock Purdy, like we talked about. Uh, he's got He's limited. Jalen Hurts? He was terrible this year, just to be frank. Maybe he was hurt more than we expected. Jordan Love, Dak. Like, there's a real possibility here. Real possibility. And I don't think this is even crazy to think about. I've got a list in front of me of kind of where these guys are ranked. Let's just assume Kirk Cousins is still in the conference. We can assume that. If you're the Bears sitting there at number one overall and you take Caleb Williams... Is there a real chance that you already have a top five quarterback in the NFC by taking Caleb Williams at number one overall? I think you can make the argument. I think he's got to prove it. So I think he's just still got to come out and do some things. But I think you look at it and go into the next year, maybe by week eight, week nine, when he's kind of settled in a little bit, he might be a top five quarterback in the NFC. Same thing might happen with Drake May or Jaden Daniels with you at two, right? So there's your chance right there. There's your chance to get better and change things up. Because in the AFC, they keep running in the same dude that they're so sick and tired of seeing. He wears 15 and plays for the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's Patrick Mahomes. And no matter what, if you're going to go to the Super Bowl, if you're going to win the whole thing, you got to go through Patrick Mahomes. There's no dude in the NFC doing that right now. Look at what Jordan Love did. A couple plays go differently. Jordan Love is leading his team to the NFC Championship game, and who wouldn't like their chances going to Detroit and winning? They did it in Thanksgiving. Why couldn't they do it again, right? I'm not saying it would happen, but that quarterback was able to elevate them because, frankly, like we talk about in basketball all the time, the better players, whoever has the best player on the floor, you like their chances. You might have a better five, but if I have Joel Embiid, if I have Giannis, if I have Jokic, I like my chances. You might have the better team overall, 1 through 15, whatever the, whatever it may be. You might have more bench guys, but I have Jokic, I have Giannis, I have Embiid, I have one of those guys, I have LeBron, I have one of those guys, I feel pretty good about my chances. In the NFL, it comes down to quarterbacks. Obviously, you need the rest of the roster, and football's more team-oriented than basketball. But 
when it comes down to it, if you get a quarterback that can make that difference, there is no one in the NFC that is holding you back from being able to have that quarterback elevate that roster and maybe go on a run. Because you saw Debo Samuel goes down. The 49ers did not look the same. Debo Samuel, right? I mean, I like Debo, but they still got Ayuk. They still got CMC. They still got George Kittle. But Brock Purdy couldn't get it done in the rain. If you can get a guy that can overcome that and be a difference maker, you can win this thing in the NFC. It's wide open. And then you take your chances against whoever you meet out of the AFC. Josh Allen would have been to maybe two Super Bowls, three Super Bowls if he were in the NFC. But he hasn't been to a single one because Patrick Mahomes is always standing in the way. I want to talk a little bit more about that because I think when you look at the AFC and what Mahomes has been able to do, you feel bad for some of those guys. So I want to take a look back at what Mahomes has done throughout his career leading up to what we see on Sunday in Baltimore. But again, we'll get into it a little bit more. I think this reinforces why the commanders have to go quarterback at two. We'll continue talking about this next year on The Fan. Why? Why? If you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Welcome back. It's overtime. 106.7 The Fan. Toby Altizer with you up until Capitals Hockey. 12th man tweeted at me saying, if we draft a quarterback that becomes a strong long-term NFL starter at two, then it's the right pick. But if that won't be the case, we should trade the pick or use number two on a player that will be a long-term impact player. I prefer quarterback if quarterback delivers. And I agree with most of that. The part I disagree with is that second part. Say, if it won't be the case. You can't play that game. You cannot play that game. It is right there on Adam Peters' plate to figure this out. So, we're glad he's in town. We're super excited that Adam Peters chose Washington, D.C. and this franchise to be his new home over all the other places that he wouldn't even take an interview with because he deemed this job the most covetable, right? So, that's awesome. You got to get this quarterback pick right. All the pressure is on you now. Because to be honest with you, you signed a five-year contract. If you get the quarterback pick wrong this year, you might just be done after that five years. And maybe before that. Because so many things could go wrong. 
I want him to get it right. We all want him to get it right. We all want him to make the best decisions. We all like the guy. But he has to get this quarterback pick right. I think this pick right here, you can make an argument for however many years you want to say. I'll say five years. But I think picking the right guy at quarterback in this draft, where you're at because of the opportunity and the times that you're in this spot, not many. It's got to be the most important decision in the next five years for this franchise. If you want to throw coach in there, I guess you can throw coach in there because the coach does have to work at the quarterback. So maybe you want to pair those two together. But pairing those two, the right two guys together at quarterback and play caller or head coach, however they want to go. And if you want to go defensive head coach with Mike McDonald or someone like that, then you got to throw an offensive coordinator as well. So however it's going to play out. But getting that quarterback is the most important decision that he's going to make this offseason, next offseason, the offseason after that, unless they continue to draft in the top two, at which point your job is not all that secure, right? So I feel like they have to get this right. They have to get it right. So the second part of his tweet saying, but if that won't be the case, you got to ignore that. You have to get this right. You have to nail it. It sucks. It really sucks because it's really difficult to evaluate the quarterback position and you could nail everything else. But if you can't figure out the quarterback and the results don't come, then it doesn't really matter. Right? So it really does suck because you're, you're so evaluated and judged on one decision, but that's the reality of the business. So he has to get this pick, right? And that's why I think it's important. They be patient, get the right guy as the head coach and then pair them with who they think they can work best with. If it's Caleb Williams because he slips to two and they want to take him, it's Caleb Williams, awesome. If it's Drake May, awesome. If it's Jaden Daniels, awesome. And personally, I'm not a fan of it. I'll keep my – I guess I can keep my options open here. I'm not a fan of it, but if they were to fall in love with Bo Nix or Michael Penix Jr. and they said they wanted to trade down and take one of those guys, I guess I'd have to be open to that too. I personally don't think they're anywhere near that same caliber as those top three guys. So I think they'll stick it to and take one of those dudes. But if they wanted to, if they deemed that was the best thing possible, then fine. But my point is they have to get quarterback right because the opportunities are all in front of them. You can build up the roster all you want. How many Super Bowls have the 49ers won with that built-up roster? They might win that one this year. And yeah, would you trade places with the 49ers right now? Absolutely. Constantly being the favorite in the NFC, going to the Super Bowl multiple times. Like, you'd love that. No doubt. They haven't won one, though. They're lacking that quarterback, right? And we'll see. We'll see. Maybe Brock Purdy can be the difference maker that Garoppolo wasn't able to be. We'll see. But at the same point, you can keep building up the roster and building up the roster and building up the roster. But if you're missing the quarterback position, you're just going to come up short because other teams have that quarterback and they're going to be able to overcome the odds. Look at the Kansas City Chiefs the last two years, like we were talking about earlier in the AFC. How frustrated would you be right now if you're an AFC executive? You're Brandon Bean in Buffalo. You're one of the other guys in Cincinnati or one of the guys in the AFC West. How frustrated would you be right now that you say, man, I put a good team together and we still can't beat this dude, even in a down year. Everyone was counting the Chiefs out this year, but they have the quarterback. Yes, they've got other pieces around them. Yes, they've got a great coach. I get all of that, but they have the quarterback. They have the quarterback. 
and there's not one dude that is holding the rest of the conference hostage like Patrick Mahomes is with the AFC. It's like Brady used to be, right? I mean, Peyton Manning would struggle for years to get passed, and he finally got passed, and he won a Super Bowl. That's awesome. But it was it was Tom Brady's conference, and if you got past him, that was awesome. It felt like you won the Super Bowl then. I'm sure that's what it felt like for the Bengals to finally get past Mahomes, right? One of the teams in the AFC to get past Mahomes. I mean, we go back and look at his history and the guys that he's played, the quarterbacks that he's ousted in the playoffs. Go back to his first year starting, if you're Patrick Mahomes. Divisional round, they beat the Colts 31-13. to I This was kind of crazy to me when I saw it. Back in 2018, Andrew Luck was still the quarterback. I, I did not recall Patrick Mahomes playing Andrew Luck. But Patrick Mahomes beat Andrew Luck. Really good quarterback. He lost in the AFC Championship game that year, 37-31 to in overtime to the Patriots. Tom Brady's last year or last Super Bowl run with the Patriots. They beat the Rams in the Super Bowl that year. And if you recall, in that AFC Championship game, similar to the Bills game they won years later, the Patriots got the ball, and the Chiefs never got the ball back in overtime. So who knows? Coin toss goes the other way. Maybe Patrick Mahomes finds a way that year. 2019. They beat the Texans 51-31, to and that's back when Deshaun Watson was at, he was in the talks of being a top-five quarterback in the NFL, right? He beats them. They were down 24 to nothing at one point, came all the way back and win that game. They beat Ryan Tannehill in the AFC Championship. They beat Jimmy Garoppolo in the Super Bowl 2020. They beat Baker Mayfield in the divisional round. They beat Josh Allen in the AFC Championship, lost to Tom Brady. So Tom Brady... <laughs> And Joe Burrow, just a couple years later, are the only dudes to do this. Wild card, he beat Big Ben in 2021, beat Josh Allen in that epic game in overtime in 2021 divisional round, AFC Championship, lost to Joe Burrow. Last year, he beat Trevor Lawrence. He beat Joe Burrow. He beat Jalen Hurts. This year, he's beat Tua. He beat Josh Allen again. Now he's got Lamar Jackson on the docket. He's the one that you have to get past. He's the one. And I would be so frustrated if I was on the AFC right now when I can keep doing all these things, but I can never get someone that is better than their quarterback. If you're the Bills, you feel like you've done everything right and you still can't get past them. You still can't. We'll see if the Ravens can do it on Sunday. He'd be the Lamar Jackson would be the, only the third quarterback to be able to do it. Tom Brady and Joe Burrow, the only ones. So he'd add his name to that list. I'm going to take my chances with Patrick Mahomes. I want to try to get out to that game in Baltimore on Sunday. But I'm going to take my chances with Patrick Mahomes because this guy continues to be at the top of his game. But again, my point of this is when you look at the commanders, there is no dude that you're going to run into that you feel like is on that level where I can't get a guy better than that. I just can't do it. It felt like even with Brady, it was something that was interesting with Tom Brady where you felt like you could get a more talented quarterback than Tom Brady. Maybe you couldn't get a better team overall than what the Patriots were throwing out there, and it was tough to beat them. But you felt like you could get a better quarterback than Tom Brady because I think we've seen more talented, better quarterbacks in terms of ability and what they've been able to do than Tom Brady. But Aaron Rodgers only has one Super Bowl. Brett Favre only has one Super Bowl. Peyton Manning has two. Eli has to like you can't get much better than what Tom Brady was doing but you still felt like you could do you really feel like 
you could put anybody back in the draft throughout all of time. Do you feel like you can get a better quarterback than what Patrick Mahomes is doing with the Chiefs right now and holding over the AFC? No, you really don't. And I'm not trying to argue anything about Mahomes here. I'm not trying to say he's the greatest of all time or any of that. I'm just saying my point is you look at the NFC, there's no one that you feel all that scared of. There's some good quarterbacks. Matt Stafford a couple of years ago was fantastic. I thought he was good this year too. But is he vulnerable? Absolutely. Are you scared of Brock Purdy? You might be scared of the 49ers. Are you scared of Brock Purdy though? No. You scared of Jalen Hurts after what you saw this year? And really, it's been one really good year for Hurts and two, I would, I guess you could say good years if you want to throw this year and the year before his his year last year as, as decent or good. Fine. But there's no one in the NFC that scares you. And so everyone likes to look at it in a negative way when you talk about the number two overall draft pick and taking a quarterback. And everyone likes to look at it and say, well, what if Drake May? What if Jaden Daniels, or maybe even what if Caleb Williams turns out to be a bust? I ask you to look on the opposite side. What if Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels comes in and is everything they're talked about and more? Because guess what? They might instantly jump to the top of the NFC, and you can be the team that walks into people's stadiums, or even better yet, they have to come to FedEx Field because Patrick Mahomes, just this year for the first time, is going on the road to play playoff games. He's about to play a second true road game this upcoming Sunday. Better yet, so you get a quarterback to come in here that owns the NFC, and teams no longer have to fear you're just just a team they got to fear that quarterback. And they got to come into your place and find a way to vanquish that foe, which might be Caleb Williams, which might be Jaden Daniels, which might be Drake May. Might not be. Chances are they're not going to be. That's just how it works. Quarterback's so hard to hit on. You could draft number one overall every year, and you're not going to hit on quarterback, what, still 40%, 50% of the time? Not saying it's easy, but that's no excuse not to take a chance. It's no excuse not to put the importance on that position and make the right call. And so we love Adam Peters. We're excited to see what he can do. We want to see a roster build up like the Niners. We want to see studs all over the place. But they better figure out quarterback, and they are in a prime spot to do it this year at number two overall. So, Adam, we love you, but you got to get this one right, man. You got to get it right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll continue talking about the quarterbacks and what it means in the NFC We'll talk about that more next year in Overtime on The Fan. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade, Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. 
As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Talking quarterbacks like we are so often here on 106.7. The fans, Toby Altizer with you till Capitals Hockey coming up in about 20 minutes. So there's a couple of things here. I'm fine if you think that trading down or doing something else in the draft makes sense. I generally like to be open-minded to what other opinions are, even if I disagree. This one, I just don't think there's any way you can look at it and say that trading down is a good option because there's a reason why. People love this idea of trading down because you can get more assets, you can get more players, and it's more so the quality over the quantity, even though sometimes, like say if you trade down from 12 to 20, then maybe the the drop in quality isn't as severe. But when you're drafting number two overall, there's a reason why You don't have any blue chip guys. And if you do, they're very few and far between. And right now, this football team has very few. And so, yeah, you'd love to say, well, they could take a left tackle then. Okay, yeah, he'd be a blue chip guy. You'd still have questions at quarterback. And that'd be my number one thing for people that love to bring up, well, let's take Marvin Harrison Jr. because he's the best player in the draft. That would be phenomenal. What are you doing at quarterback? That's my first question for anyone that would say trade down or take a tackle or take Marvin Harrison or do anything else in the draft other than take Caleb Williams, Drake May, or Jaden Daniels at number two. What are you doing at quarterback? I like Sam Howell. I was banging on the drum for Sam Howell all preseason long, even through the middle of the season. Sam Howell ain't it. He might still be a good quarterback somewhere else. And if this team were drafting in the 20s because things have been a little bit different, I would probably be fine with Sam Howell starting again next season, at least giving it a shot. You're not drafting in the 20s. You can't keep playing scared. We were talking in the break, Chris. This town and this franchise has not been set up for a quarterback to succeed since Joe Gibbs left in his first stint. They just have not been set up for that. And so it's really no shock that quarterbacks have been awful that have been drafted here. And so I understand some of the shell shock 
of the Robert Griffins, of the Schulers, of the Jason Campbells. I understand the shell shock of all that. The first round quarterbacks, Dwayne Haskins, rest in peace. I understand all that. Doesn't mean because you're drafting a two again, you should pass on it and take a left tackle. He might be a great blocker, but if the quarterback still can't get the job done, then it does not matter. And so that's my thing. You have to go quarterback at two. You have to take the quarterback. And honestly, I think the big discussion, and we're going to have it for the next three to four months leading up to the draft, and I think it's going to be super intriguing to see what all the analysts, the people that understand stuff more than me, the people that break down the film, the people that really understand what it is. What's the difference between Drake May and Jaden Daniels? I'm going to assume that the Bears aren't going to be stupid and roll with Justin Fields again and take Caleb Williams. That would be the smartest thing to do for their franchise is to take Caleb Williams, and I think they'll do it. So then the question becomes, at number two, is it Jaden Daniels or is it Drake May? Chris, which way do you lean? If, you, if, you're the, if you're Adam Peters in the draft war room and you were on the clock right now, which of those guys would you go with, or do you have another option? Uh, I mean, I like I like Drake May, but I think I think I'd probably go Jaden. Okay, yeah, and that's what I think is going to be interesting. I think throughout this draft process, as it continues to go on, as we're starting to get into the mock draft seasons and seeing people break this stuff down, and you're seeing content on YouTube, like I was watching Colt McCoy breaking down some game film on Jaden Daniels today and he's got one out on Drake May as well you can check that out on YouTube it was great breakdown on you know some of the pros and cons of these guys and necessarily rank them but gives you at least some of the thoughts on why these guys could could be good pros I'm going to be interested to see we all understood going into the year or at least it was kind of consensus quarterback one in the draft was Caleb Williams quarterback two was Drake May and then it was a lot of question marks behind that Now it's pretty clear, quarterback one through three in any order is Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Jaden Daniels has now inserted himself into the conversation. And I was listening to a podcast with Daniel Jeremiah from NFL Network, and he was talking about the differences in these guys. And Drake May didn't have as good a film this year as what Jaden Daniels has had. Uh, counter I'd have to that is Jaden Daniels had a spectacular season in which he won the Heisman. So <laughs> he's also two years anyone... old. Yeah, exactly. I don't know that anyone is going to have as good a film as a guy that wins the Heisman trophy. So I think you can discount that a little bit because is he going to come in and play that same level? I don't know that he is, but I think it's going to be intriguing because I think the darling of the draft, I think we're already seeing it is Jaden Daniels. People are going to fall in love with this guy throughout the process. He's going to throw at the combine. He's going to run at the combine. He's going to throw at his pro day. And people are just going to fall in love with this guy. They're going to hear about the interviews and what his teammates have to say. And people are going to turn into a love fest for Jaden Daniels. And rightfully so. The dude won the Heisman, and he deserved it 100%. My only question is... I don't love when guys pass other dudes when all the football's been done playing. Different example, same premise, Jamin Davis. Jamin Davis wasn't a first-round grade, and then all of a sudden throughout the draft process when he's running 40s, when he's not in pads, he's now a first-round pick. And maybe that's just a Ron thing. 
But either way, Jamin Davis wasn't a first-round pick, and all of a sudden he was. It had nothing to do with what he did on the football field. It has, Or at least it had less to do with what he did on the football field and more of what he did in gym shorts and spandex. Don't love that. Not saying that's what's happening with Jaden Daniels. The guy went out and won the Heisman. But it's not like Drake May was a world beater this year, but he's had multiple good seasons. Same thing with Caleb Williams. Multiple good seasons. Jaden Daniels, he's been all right, but he was not a first-round talent, and all of a sudden he's going number two overall after one year. I'm a little skeptical. But then you can also look back at his former LSU dude, right? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was awful. And then he was okay, and then he was the best quarterback in college football history for a year. And then he gets drafted number one overall, and I think he's got injured. And But coming into this year, to me, he was the second-best quarterback in the entire league, right behind Patrick Mahomes. So maybe Jaden Daniels takes a little, took a little bit of time. This is a guy that was a top prospect coming out of high school, didn't work out at Arizona State, as a lot of the guys that went to that Arizona State team didn't work out. Transferred to LSU, took a little bit of time, got developed, and turned into be a really good quarterback and a Heisman Trophy winner. I think that's going to be the discussion to have. And if you want to talk about offensive tackle, you want to talk about building out the rest of the roster, I'm 100% on board with that. You've got two second-round picks. You've got two third-round picks. you got a fourth-round pick. you got $75 million in free agency. And that's where you get that done. Number two, take the quarterback. Take the quarterback. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll continue talking about this and wrap up our discussion ahead of Capitals Hockey here on The Fan. Final segment here before we turn it over to Capitals Hockey. Coming up in about 10 minutes right here on The Fan. Toby Altizer with you. We've been talking about quarterbacks. I think it is important to pair them with the right coach. Ben Johnson, Mike McDonald maybe as a defensive guy, Bobby Slowick. I think it's interesting to see how this process goes on. I believe they're meeting with Bobby Slowick or met with him today. They're flying out to talk with Ben Johnson. I'm interested to see how this plays out because I know Grant is obviously big on Ben Johnson. I like Bobby Slowick. I don't know that there's necessarily a right or wrong answer on this one. I think there's maybe good and bad to each guy. So I, I don't know if there's a specific right or wrong answer here. I don't like the idea of Dan Quinn. I don't love that they're interviewing him. It's fine if they want to talk to him. I'm not big on Aaron Glenn either. So I think this is interesting because some people are big on this, and it's something I don't know if I've seen this much or maybe it's just something I don't remember because Ron's been here for you know four years and maybe it was something that came up in the last head coaching search. But so many people are big on it has to be this leader. And we don't know if Ben Johnson's that guy. I don't like, I don't know how you just assume that Ben Johnson is not that guy. I don't know how you just assume that Bobby Slowick is not that guy or even Mike McDonald. I think that you got to go with one of those three. And that's going to be my top three. My order is still Slowick, Johnson, McDonald. But I would be thrilled with Mike McDonald. I mean, this is a guy that has turned that Ravens defense into an absolute juggernaut. And yes, they have studs on that defense. Kyle Hamilton has turned into one of the best safeties in football. Roquan Smith is an incredible linebacker. Patrick Queen was left for dead. And all of a sudden, 
He's one of the better linebackers in the league. Matabike is having a Deron Payne-like season. I thought it was interesting seeing the parallels between what Payne and Matabike did in their contract years. Very similar. Think back to what you saw Payne do last year. That's kind of what Matabike is doing this year. It'll be interesting to see if next year, if he can keep up this sort of this sort of pace going forward. But I wouldn't hate going defensive coach and bringing in McDonald if they deem that that's the right guy. But I'm interested to see what happens in Houston, and this is why you go with the offensive coach, and this is why generally that's the philosophy in modern football. I'm interested to see what happens in Houston, assuming Bobby Slowick gets a job. Who's the new offensive coordinator? And what does C.J. Stroud look like in his second year? He's going to win Rookie of the Year this year. Took his team to the divisional round of the playoffs. Looked pretty good for a half against the number one seed. If his offensive coordinator leaves and he struggles, I think that just once again proves the point. But, you know, maybe C.J.'s once again just going to go out there and be the transcendent talent and overcome all that. But we've seen before where coordinators leave, but even offensive coordinators, coordinators leave with offensive coaches and struggle look at philadelphia so there is no 100 you got to do it this way but i think it'd be foolish to go with one of these other guys other than those top three in my opinion unless you wanted to go with an aaron glenn if you really deem that he's fit or someone along those lines chris are you in on dan quinn at all like that coaching those types of guys i wouldn't hate of rabel but i'm not that sold like sometimes you got to take chances and people love to do the safe thing and that is totally fine i 100 percent understand that but this team never would have gotten joe gibbs if they were just going with safe hires so sometimes you got to take a swing and see if it hits yeah i mean that is true i i regardless of what i think or want i think it's going to be ben johnson it just seems to be Everybody's just waiting for so the Lions to there. lose. Yeah, it just seems everyone's waiting for the Lions <laughs> to lose to make that official, you know? And I know they've been kind of the darling that a lot of people fall in love with. I've been kind of cheering against them for that reason. <laughs> like, <laughs> can we get this done so that this Ben Johnson stuff can get sped up a little bit? But th- this is another thing, and we can talk about this as we wrap up here before Capitals Hockey. The NFL needs to do something about this system with the head coaches. It is not right that other teams are calling coordinators in the middle of a playoff run and having conversations the day before a game for their next year. They need to stay locked in on what they're doing. I saw Chris Long tweet about this, basically saying coaches are always like, come on, man, stay focused. Every day we're, we're working to get 1% better each and every day. We're, we're dialed in on this one goal. Oh, by the way, I've got a head coaching interview tomorrow. Don't bother with that, though. We're going to win this game on Sunday. <laughs> you know, like, I, I think they've got to find well. a way to improve this. And they've got to find a way. And honestly, I think there's a way to do it. I really do. I think that you can move everything back by, what is it, three weeks? End of the regular season? And then the week between the Super Bowl and the conference championships, move stuff back three weeks. That means moving the combine back. That means moving the draft back. It's not. It's almost a whole month, but it's really just three weeks. And maybe you just move some of those things back a week or two weeks. But if you move everything back just a couple of weeks, these guys can focus. There would only then be, what, uh, four coordinators that are still involved in the Super Bowl so you could interview all the other guys. I feel like that makes the most sense. 
because I didn't love the fact. I, I would like it if it works out for the commanders and everything goes well, but I don't love the fact that they're interviewing Ben Johnson the day before game. I mean, imagine if you're a player on the team, or imagine if this happens to Washington down the line, hopefully. Say Ben Johnson gets this job and he brings in this offensive line coach to be the offensive coordinator. Say someone wants him, and it's the week before your biggest game you've had in, what, uh, five, seven, ten years, whatever it may be, and for the Lions, 30 years, and they're interviewing with another team for what they're going to do for next year and beyond? Look, I want the best for their future too, but come on. I want the best for the short-term future, too, and winning a football game. I don't need them worried about what they're going to be doing next season. I need them dialed in on what they're doing tomorrow. So I think the NFL has got to find a way to improve this system. Appreciate you guys hanging out. Chris doing a great job behind the scenes. I'm Toby Altizer. Keep it tuned right here to The Fan. Capitals Hockey comes up next here on 106.7 The Fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.